0: A oh,
1: The Bible says, "It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto Thy name, O Most High, to show forth Thy loving kindness in the morning." You are worthy to be praised. all generations,
0: there is no one like You. Oh, 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 You are oh, You are worthy. Red <laughs> to be praised. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's just spend some time and just worship the Lord now.
0: Hallelujah for the Lord God, oh, mighty potent greatness! Hallelujah, Hallelujah, praise the Lord! Hallelujah, Hallelujah for the Lord God, oh, mighty potent greatness! We long to receive the Hallelujah, for now we accept all things and for thy pleasure. Lord, all All things that for Thy pleasure they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Only Thou was worthy Lord. Thou hast worthy o Lord. You are worthy, Jehovah. Hey John.
1: Made for His pleasure, telling that he's the Lion of the tribe of Judah, that He alone is worthy to be
0: worshipped,
1: worthy to be praised, worthy to be adored. Telling that His name is Jesus. Yes, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the Lamb of God, the Word of God, the One that is called faithful, and true, oh Lord, we exalt you, exalt you, exalt you, exalt you, you here today. Hey, oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, Lord. No one like come to be Lord. Only you are worthy, Lord. Ready to receive glory, ready to receive honor, ready to receive power, all majesty, all honor, all dominion belongs unto you. You alone and you alone, the Prince of Peace, everlasting Father, the Rose of shine. The balm of Gideon, Emmanuel, wonderful Counselor, Jesus. We exalt you today. Oh, we magnify and exalt your name. We magnify and exalt your No one like you, Lord. Makataye debo, satayada, sete debo, manes kalike talakata. sute sute satamata. mata. Lakasi kipi bana kata Mantu si ototola Mashakata bauli Mas sekete Naskata yadela kata In Jesus mighty name As God
0: greatness all what is, is past and on his way, our song has greatness to our God, the world his word is. You close But you are so good. You are so kind, You are so good. You are so kind, yes, You are so good. Jesus, we lift you up. Yeah, man, I must You yeah, yeah, so what we no.
1: 15 verse 26 remains our text I will read quickly because we have quite a few things we must do today and said if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in sight And will give ear to his commandments And keep all his statutes I will put none of these diseases upon thee Which I have brought upon the Egyptians For I am the Lord that healeth thee Now, we started a study of this particular verse of scripture By looking first at the second half We are talking about sweetened waters I think this is part 15 now and um, today we are looking at God's covenant on health, part 3. We look at the second half of the covenant, which simply states that if we can keep our own part, and I want us to just pay some attention today. We are going to do some interesting things, I believe. If we can keep our own part of the covenant, then God will bring us to the place of divine health. And that none of the plagues of Egypt would come upon us. Because God is our healer, and he is our Jehovah Rapha. And then we looked at the benefits of the covenant from the perspective of the plagues that came upon Egypt. And we said that you could classify all those ten plagues into five principal areas of discomfort. We talked about physical discomfort, which encompasses sickness, infirmity cancer, fibroids etc, etc we talked about financial discomfort we talked about poverty death just enough the third area of discomfort is demonic invasion demonic activity fourthly we talked about darkness and we said that darkness principally brings you to the place of stagnation no vision, eventually destruction. But above all else, Nigerians, we are conversant with what we call the works of darkness. Fifthly, we talked about the death of the firstborn. That if we keep to our own part of the covenant, then we will not bury our children. And in this church, we will not bury our children. But then there are conditions we explained that had to be met. God guarantees us that all these problems are things that will not come upon us if only we would keep to our own part of the covenant. As you know, a covenant we have defined is an agreement between two parties that cannot be broken. And we say that God can never break his own part of the covenant because he is God He says, if he breaks his own part of the covenant, then he ceases to be God. And he can never cease to be God just because of you and I. Because he was God before we were made, anyway. So what are these conditions? That's what we looked at last um, Wednesday. We looked at the first half now of that verse of scripture. Which says, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes give ear to his commandments keep all his statutes listen to his voice and we explained that the principal things I talked about which I'm just going to touch very briefly is that when the Bible says if you will diligently hearken we said to diligently hearken means to painstakingly to carefully to meticulously apply effort everybody say effort yes it's effort in listening and paying attention to the voice of the Lord painstakingly Carefully, meticulously apply effort in listening and paying attention to the voice of the Lord. And one of the things that um, I've encouraged us to do and please for from for now until we till the end of February, try and find some time. Just try and find some time. I won't give you any number of times. But let us painstakingly, carefully, meticulously apply some effort in reading one, the book of Revelation, and reading two, the book of Deuteronomy. Those two books. Just read them consistently between now and the end of February. It's not easy. But that's why it says painstakingly. One day I was, this week, I was a bit tired, so I wanted to read Revelation from the beginning to the end. And I wanted to read it out loud. That day, we all, myself and uh, uh, Revelation, we agreed. It took me, you know, on Sunday I said it's one and a half hours. That day it took me three hours. I finished at three o'clock in the morning, but I read it, yeah. I still read it, yes. That's what it's called painstakingly apply effort. Because if you do not do that, You see, you will never do anything right in his sight. That's where the problem is. Never. You've got to know his voice. Listen to his voice. Obey his call. That's the only way you can do that which is right in his sight. A person who doesn't read the Bible, first of all, we explained last Wednesday, you don't read the Bible, you are walking in rebellion. Because in the word of God, you have the commandments of God. And commandment means that somebody in a position of authority has given instructions. For me to disregard those instructions is to walk what? In rebellion. So you wake up in the morning, just go. You are walking in rebellion. We cannot afford to walk in rebellion. We must read this Bible. Because of what God if you, if you see what God wants to do, you will be sleeping with the Bible. I don't mean under your pillow. <laughs> and we explained that to hear God's voice is actually to spend time with His Word. If you don't spend time with His Word, you are not going to hear His voice. If you don't hear His voice, you cannot do that which is right in His sight. And today I said that we will spend some time and find out what exactly does his word say about healing as I said today we will run a healing service turn with me first and we will come back to Exodus to Proverbs chapter 4 Proverbs chapter 4, let us all read together, verses 20, 21, and 22. 20, 21, and 22. Are we all there? Okay, 1, 2, go. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. The word of God says that the word of God is what? Life. The word of God is what? Life. Unto those that find that word. And health to all their flesh. Life and health. So today, let's look at this covenant of health. What exactly Does the word of God say? Because if you can keep to what his word says, you are guaranteed certain things. And you soon find out that the reason why many things are still in our lives is not because God hasn't provided the solution, it's just a problem of you and I. The word of God is a guide to his covenant. First and foremost, His word says that sickness, ill health, does not come from him. For he is God our healer. How do we know? I'll take two scriptures and I'm going to read them very quickly. First one is John chapter 5. Please pay attention because we're going to do something immediately after. John chapter 5. I'll read quickly the first 14 verses. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of important folk, a blind, hauled, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? And the important man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus so said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. And the Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then asked they him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed, wist not who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Let us read together the words in red. One, two, go. Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. Jesus said to him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon That tells you that the man's problem, He suffered for 38 years. It was why? How? Because sin opened the door to that illness. Two, it tells you that you can be healed. You can receive a miracle from God. And that miracle doesn't mean you will never fall sick again. If you persist in the sin, then that which will come, Jesus says, would even be worse. Turn with me to Mark chapter 2. Just follow me. Mark chapter 2. Again, I'll read the first 12 verses. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noised that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. And there were certain of the scribes sitting there, reasoning in their hearts, Why doth this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, take up thy bed, and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sins said yet to the sick of the palsy. I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it of this fashion so Jesus here again says in the case of this man that was sick of the palsy he says first things first take away sin so he says your sins are forgiven and of course because of the interruption of the religious men of the day he had a small argument with them but then made a very interesting point he says which is easier because to them, the issue was take up their bed and walk. He said, you people think that that simple statement that sins are forgiven thee is just an ordinary statement. It is the key to everything. That's the reason why I came. Because if we do not take away sin, then we cannot take away the results of sin. So sin is actually the doorway through which disease, ill health, sickness come in upon us. Once we can take away sin, everything else must fall in place. And the price for that has fully been paid. Isaiah chapter 53, turn with me there. Just follow me. We are going to do something interesting very shortly. I'll read the first five verses. Who had believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we heed as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So Jesus has paid the full price for our healing. Healing health ought to be our portion. Turn with me to First Peter 2.24 In there the Bible says who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Very strange we are putting that scripture. What the Bible is saying there is that the truth is The price for our healing and health was paid even before the foundation of the earth. Revelation chapter 5 verse 6 confirms that the Lamb stood in the midst of the throne as had been slain. From when? From eternity past. So God's provision for healing has been paid, fully paid for. Even before you and I were born. But in reality... This is not so. For we find that in life, there are too many problems that plague us. Why? The answer is simple. It's sin. It's sin. It's sin. Matthew one twenty one. the Bible says, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now, I said today we are going to have a healing service and we will. One of the things that we want to do today is just go by the word of God. We said that there is a covenant in the Bible. If we keep our own part of that covenant, God will keep his own part. So that the first thing you and I need to do today, before all the other things that we are going to do, is we've got to take sin out of the way how do we do that oh by just coming to God and confessing our sins but today is not the day that we will confess sin the way we always do turn with me to Revelation chapter 22 I want to show you something I mentioned this briefly on Sunday I'll read from verse 10 It says, and he said unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments. Blessed are they that do what? His commandments. Those who diligently hearken Unto his voice. That they may have the right to the tree of life. And may enter in through the gates. Into the city. Notice. At the close of this book. That Jesus himself is saying. Those who are involved. In being unjust. Let them continue. Those who are involved in doing bad things. He says go ahead. Those who are involved in filthy things. He says go ahead those who are involved in righteousness he says go ahead those who are involved in holiness he says go ahead who is he addressing he's addressing the church why would anybody address the church and be saying things about people who are involved in unjust things in filthiness etc 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 because that's how the church is always usually a mixed multitude words, we can be sitting down here the reason why you have come because you want to meet with God But a few of us, or some of us, have done some things today that if they were to reveal them here, we would not be very proud. Why do those things happen? I don't know. But God will help us. So I want us to really, listen, there's really, I know what I'm talking about, there's really nothing that is wrong with you. That is not traceable back to you. It has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with the enemy. It's because you have his goods. That's why. That's why. So turn with me today to Psalm 51 first. I want us to read together and I'll tell you what you will do. Psalm 51 We are all there Let's read together the first 14 verses 1, 2, go Have mercy upon me O God, according to Thy lovingkindness, according Unto the multitude of Thy tender mercies Blot out my transgressions Wash me thoroughly from My iniquity, and cleanse Me from my sin For I acknowledge my transgressions And my sin is ever before me Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the healing path thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with aesop, and I shall be clean. Wash me Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. 1 John 1 9. Turn there, we'll read it together. Then I'll tell you a few things that we must do. 1 John 1 9. And I'll give you enough time to do that. 1 John. 1 9 Are we all there? Okay, 1, 2, go If we confess our sins It's faithful and just to forgive us Our sins And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now I want us in the next few minutes To just find a place And kneel before God and confess our sins Listen There are things that are in our lives For example, I'm just giving examples here some people here, in the past, you've been so nasty to people that where you walked in those days, all that you carried, which you didn't know about, were just curses and curses and curses that have materialized now in sickness in the body. We don't even know. I'll give you an example. I haven't got time for examples today. But I remember once I was working on a project. They told me, go talk to this person. He's the one that knows this person very well. This person I'm talking about, very well-known person in this country. Highly esteemed. And the person they said knows this person well. When I said, so what are you going to tell me about this? I want to prepare a booklet on the person. He said, so, so, and so. Very wicked man Ah, and this person that's talking has worked with this person for about 15-20 years and everybody said if anybody knows this person it's this person she in her heart all that she had was bitterness against the person see those kind of things can translate into that kind of funny sickness that nobody knows anything about nobody so when I say we want to repent, we want to say forgive me, you've got to cast your mind back a little bit. A little bit. Who really are you? Where have you offended people? Some of us in the past, we've done some business and we've been smarter by, by half. Even we were so smart, the person till today doesn't even know But there is something called the enforcer. The enforcer is the enemy. He knows. And he has his hand upon you. You are okay today. You are not okay tomorrow. You have been to camp. You have done deliverance. No. You have got to take that thing out of the way. Do you understand what I am talking about? Yes. David says deliver me from blood guiltiness. Some of us have walked and helped in the commission of abortion not one, not twice I'm not talking about those who committed the abortion, the assistants. you never told God you are sorry yet you have become a Christian for a while now you have even forgotten do you understand? these things create problems these are just simple examples so what I want us to do you see because the word of God is true I'm going to prove it to you today Take sin away. The door for healing opens. And we are going to touch every aspect of healing today. In Jesus' mighty name. Shall we just quietly, soberly, just spend some time. Don't pray a religious prayer. Now if the things you have done are so bad that you think the person near you will be here, go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else. And just say, Lord, today, according to your loving kindness, I know I did this. I committed an abortion once. I never said sorry. I'm really, really sorry. Ah, I've been involved in adultery, Lord. You know. I never said sorry. I'm really, really sorry. It was a long time ago. Sorry, Lord. Today have mercy upon me. Just cleanse me afresh, Almighty God. Anything in my life, oh Lord, that is responsible for the state of my poor health, that is responsible for ill health in my body, that is responsible for Sickness, Lord. Lord, today, have mercy upon me. I remember this, I remember that, take it away. I plead Almighty God, the blood of Jesus over that situation. Lord, God Almighty, have mercy upon me. I'm going to stop talking on the microphone, because me myself have some things I am to repent about. Take our Bibles. Turn with me. We are going to read this all together. Just follow me carefully. Take your Bibles. Turn to Revelation 12. We will read the whole of Revelation 12 together. Then we will ask the Lord. Is there anything in our lives. That will still stand against us. That will bring it under the blood. Because as I said. You will find in Revelation 12. That there is somebody. Whose job is to say. He did this, he did this, he did this. He has no rights. Let's read together Want to go. This verse of this chapter of scripture silences that person once and for all. Want to go. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, And her child was cut off unto God, and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand, two hundred, and three score days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not, and there was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. And by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knew it that he had but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman we are given two wings of a great eagle. That she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time, and times, and half a time, from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood, after the woman, and he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. And went to make war with the remnant of our seed. Which keep the commandments of God. And have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Just lift up your voice and say Lord. I just plead the blood of Jesus. The blood of the lamb. That has overcome Satan and the world. Over every situation in my life. Anything in me. That will still allow the enemy to stand and accuse me. I bring it under the blood of Jesus right now. Because your word says And they overcame him The accuser of the brethren By the blood of the lamb And by the word of their testimonies And they loved not their lives unto the death Katema sotos Kali katayade Lanosotos in Jesus mighty name Amen. Now turn with me to Revelation chapter 8 I want us to read verses 3 and 4 together Because we want to go into the place Of spiritual warfare One of the things you'll find If you read Continuous to the book of Revelation. He said, God does nothing without the prayers of the saints. It takes our prayers very seriously. Every prayer you pray, there are people waiting to collect them. Because God uses them all the time. Read with me verses 3 and 4 in Revelation chapter 8. Are we all there? One, two, go. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended before God out of the angel's hand. Now if you understand, well, you can okay. In the rest of that bit of scripture, what you now have is the wrath of God being poured on the people of iniquity. But it takes what? The prayers of the So we are going to pray some prayers today. Specific tied to the issue of health and healing. First prayer point. Remember that there is somebody called who? The accuser of the brethren. So turn with me to Psalm 24. We are going to pray this a little bit differently. Psalm 24 verse 7 to 10. What we are going to pray is that every, listen to me, we will read it, and then you lift up your voices. Every gate, that is standing against healing and divine health in your body must do what? Lift up their heads. Every gate that is standing against healing and divine health in your body must lift up their heads. Um, Psalm twenty four. One verses just seven to ten. He is the King of Glory. Hold on a second. Now, when you come to the place of saying, Who is this King of Glory? Right? This time around, apart from saying, He's um, is a, is a Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, the Lord of hosts, you, you, almost, you must also say that His name is Jesus. And He's coming in with healing in His wings. For He has fully paid the price with His stripes. Do you understand? Good. So let's lift up our voices and say every single gate standing against healing and health in my body, in my life I speak in the name of Jesus I say lift up your heads O ye gates that are standing against healing and health in my body, in my life lift up your heads O ye gates and be ye lift up ye everlasting doors that stand against healing that stand against divine health in my life, in my body and the king of glory shall come in and the king of glory shall come in oh who is this king of glory? the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle the lord of force he is the king of glory he is the king of glory his name is Jesus his name is Jesus he will come in with healing in his wings for he has paid the full price for my health Oh, with his stripes he shall come in. Therefore, I say in the name of Jesus, lift up your heads, O ye gates. in it up, ye everlasting gods, And the King of glory shall come in. And the King of glory shall come in. Every gate, standing against healing and divine health in my body. I say lift up your heads, O ye gates. And feel it up the everlasting And the King of glory shall come in. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. His name is Jesus. He shall come in with healing in his wings. But by his stripes, my healing has been paid for. Fully paid for. Matose kete matatayade. Makele Sokotone kete libakata. Zende kete lit kalikata. Zyoko to Mando and so shall it be in Jesus mighty name 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20 quickly 1 Corinthians chapter 6 19 and 20 let us read together 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 and 20 are we all there 1, 2, go what? know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you Which ye have of God. And ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. And in your spirit. Which are God's. So we lift up our voices. And proclaim. That this body of mine. Is the temple of the Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost lives in me. I have him of God. This body is not my own. It has been bought with a price. That price is the blood of Jesus. Therefore. Now you call that ailment by name That you want to leave your body Therefore so and so You have no place here You have no power here Therefore so and so You have no place here You have no power here In the name of Jesus That name at which every nation bow Live now live now. Do you understand For my body is a temple of the Holy Ghost Which is in me Which I have of God This body is not my own doesn't work with a price. That price is the blood of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, therefore, I speak to sickness in my body. I say, you have no place in me, no power over me, for my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, this body is not my own. It's with the price. The price is the blood of Jesus. The price is the blood of Jesus. The price is the blood of Jesus. Therefore, you have no place here. Therefore, you have no place here. Therefore, you have no place here. In the name of Jesus, I command that you live now. Be rooted out. Be rooted out. Be rooted out sickness. You have no place here. No place in us. No power over us. Be rooted out. Be rooted out. Be rooted out today. Right now. Right now. We declare today that our bodies are temples of the Holy Ghost. Which is in us. Which you have of God. This body, not our own, but it has been paid for, fully paid for by the blood of Jesus. This body has been paid for, fully paid for. Yes, sickness and disease have no place here, no place here, no place here. Be rooted out now, be rooted out now, be rooted out now. In the name of Jesus, we say cancer be rooted out here, we say fibroids be rooted out, be rooted out of bodies here, we say diabetes be rooted out petition be rooted out now. Be rooted out, be rooted out. You have no place here, no place here. No place here. Yes nabaso. blood disease, have no place here, no place in this body. This is the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes. CS Philippians chapter two. Understand. Every prayer you are praying. There are people collecting those prayers now. Just don't forget that. To pray with all your being. Philippians 2. Verse 9 and 10. We are going to do something different now. Verse 9 and 10. Let's read together. One, two, go. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him. And giving him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, of things in the earth, of things under the earth. Stop there. So we are going to just speak now. And say that it is written. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Call those ailments by name. Cancer, fibroids. In the name of Jesus. Because the word of God says... Every knee should bow. Cancer, you must bow in this body now. Ah, hypertension, you must bow in this body now. Fibroids, you must bow in this body now. Blood disease, you must bow in this body now. In the name of Jesus, I say bow. Bow and be rooted out of this body. Because it is written that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every knee should bow. Sickness in any form, in this auditorium, in the name of Jesus, you say, bow to You must bow to You must be rooted out and cast out to be. Kinoto soto, Manto se kete reba, Kinestali tolo, Shakatanda Gaza kite. Mieres kalakatanda, Mieres kalabakatanda, Mane le kete le koto, Sierke de Si Site zeta, Site zeta, Site zeta. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 12 We'll read verses 12 and 13 together And then we'll take one of those verses As a song We'll sing that for a few minutes We'll take another scripture We'll read, proclaim it And then take a song Then you'll come through a healing line And we'll do the laying on of hands um, Revelation 5 12 to 13 Are we all there? Revelation chapter 5 Verses 12 and 13. Okay, let's take it from verse 11. 11, 12, and 13. 1, 2, go. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts, and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, What is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, heard I saying, blessing, and honor, and glory, and power, be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb, forever.
0: Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy the Lamb Worthy, worthy is the Lamb
1: Thou that... Chapter 7. Read verses 7 verses 9 to 12. And listen to me. Take you see, this is everything that happens in heaven is what? Is worship. Okay? So don't get in this service into the mood for dancing. Okay? Harrison, step down the temple a little bit. No dancing. it's just worship. It's honoring God. Revelation is so interesting. Do you understand? So we are going to sing this nice mid-tempo. Not, don't get, because people are always ready to dance. Once, you see, when you dance, you are going to a frenzy. the next thing is you are entering somewhere else. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. His courts with what? It's in his presence that you have what? Worship. So we can't start standing in his presence and then begin to go to the courts. Do you understand me? City of David, do you understand me? Yes. <laughs> this is wisdom. Revelation 7, 9 to 12. 9 to 12. Okay? One, two, go. And after this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds, and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which seated upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne, and about the elders, and the four beasts, and fell down before the throne on their faces, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, be unto God, Forever and ever. Amen. This is the whole controversy of life. Who shall receive worship? Do you understand? Salvation to a God who seated on God's throne. with me to Mark chapter 16. Chair, Let the ushers get ready. Mark chapter 16. We'll read it together. And then we'll take two songs, just two songs continuously. This won't take long because of the way we'll go through it. Mark 16. Let's read together. 17 and 18 is the word of God. Let's read together. 1, 2, go. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. But shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So I'm going to lay hands. And all that is going to be done, please don't ask. Don't start telling people what you want to be prayed for. Don't worry about that. They're just going to make a simple pronouncement of, on you. Which is just that Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Proof of that is Acts 9.34. It's there. You Um, You guys come quickly.
0: ja